Welcome, everybody. This is Weight Loss in the Mind. Think fit, be fit. Once again, we're going to be talking some more about the mind-body connection. And uh, the fact of the matter is, is we live in a very fast-paced society. Things are happening all the time. Some of them are good, and we're really excited and everything else. And some of them are stressful. They're <laughs> amazing. Awfully bad. bad. And uh, if you don't believe me, just take the paper. Front page is usually someone got shot, someone got crashed into a pole. Yeah. So, you know, house burnt down. There's war. There's, there's strikes, war. Strike. Yeah. yeah. And if you're poverty. in the midst of that. It's pretty tough. And in our everyday lives, the boss yells at you. This thing doesn't work. Your car doesn't start. You have a spousal problem. You have spousal problems. All the home traffic. It just doesn't end. It doesn't end. It just doesn't end. There's a lot of stress. Yeah, a lot of stress. And we're uh, we're not uh, immune to that either. So what happens when you've got a lot of stress going on in your life? Well, I mean, when you're going day-to-day stress, you're just talking light amounts of stress, you, you still build up a lot of cortisol in your body. And adrenaline so shots. what's cortisol? Cortisol is a hormone along with adrenaline, two hormones that's releasing the bloodstream when stress occurs. Okay, so normally, like, for we've been around on this planet for like 3 million years. <laughs> so except for the last, like, 10,000, yeah. when uh, we got stressed out, it was because a saber-toothed tiger yeah, was chasing after us. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So... I see the saber-toothed tiger. The saber-toothed tiger sees me. I go, ah! And either I pick up a club and fight, and fight, or you, f- or I fight. run. In either case, I'm probably sweating up a storm yeah. and huffing and puffing at the end. Yeah, and, and you're using and you're using up a, a lot of the cortisol in the system to get out. And what they did back then is know what they did is they would just intuitively eat fruit. And fruit would release serotonin levels and everything calm back right down the end. So when you're stressed out, you should eat fruit. A fruit is good, or anything alkaline, but fruit is really good because fruit has a certain sugars and it brings up the serotonin levels in your body. Serotonin levels, your brain creates serotonin, brings back down the cortisol levels, puts you back down at ease again. Serotonin makes you kind of feel happy. Happy. It's a happy thing. A happy thing. It's a happy thing. But the problem with today with the... the well, is, our saber-toothed tiger, he's either dead or he's gone, gone right? right? Now you but unfortunately, if the, tra- <laughs> the traffic's not gone, it's yep. still here. Every day. The kids are still here. Every the day. wife or ex is still yep. here. Yep. And the thing is, the thing is, back then, if you were talking about saber tiger, it was a big shot of cortisol. Like, wow. Now it's just little incremental ones. Right. I mean, and it doesn't stop. And it doesn't stop. It keeps building. And the problem is, is that people still have that intuitive thing that they want to raise serotonin levels. But the problem is now it's is chocolate cake. Chocolate cake. Or yeah. the worst one. The absolute worst Worse one. Worse than is, chocolate cake? Is pop. 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 Oh, yeah. Pop because right. there's that sugar hit and you feel good for a second. Or sport drinks or sugar drinks. And it is the most acidic most vile thing you can put into your body. Uh, one of those pop companies had a Super Bowl commercial. Oh, yeah, I didn't see it. And you get the, the bear, because it was two polar oh, bears, the right? the bear he was all stressed out because he's watching the game and he can't handle it. Yeah. So what she does is she reaches over and she gives him a bottle <laughs> of this brown liquid and he then uh, takes it. it. Well, I'm not sure if he, when he drinks it or if he, if he does. I don't remember that. But what I remember is he leaves the cave yeah. and he goes walking out into the wilderness and the icebergs and everything else. And he gets this, and he lets out this mighty, which of course yeah. the penguins hear and yeah. everybody else hears, right? Yeah. And then he goes back in and he's relaxed. So relaxed <laughs> drinking his drinking Coke his or Coke. whatever it is. Yeah. And the, pro- the problem with Coke is it, it's so acidic, it's actually 
on the acidity level, it's 2.5. You so know, how many how many glasses? I drink a bottle of Coke, 16 oh. ounces. How many glasses of that alkaline water Shit. doesn't make any difference? It doesn't make any difference with pop. You could take pop. You can take a... Um, you can take a, a, thing, a cup of pop and pour 11.5 alkaline system into it. The most alkaline you can get almost to 14, and it hardly touches it. It's that acidic. It's so if you haven't been paying attention, acidic bodies get fat, and they get things like cancer, cancer and all that sort of good stuff. We live, and die, we live and die at a cellular level, and all disease, all death, all natural death is just a state of acidosis. The body becomes too acidic. Too acidic. You're too acidic. The body can't handle it. Disease, rampant disease, illness starts. Right. right. So when your body becomes acidic, your blood becomes acidic, and well, if, if your blood, blood, or if your blood becomes well, acidic, you're dead. Right. So we have about this much of a range of yeah. alkaline and acidity for the blood. We probably have this much for the rest of the body. The body yeah. So what happens is when the when the body realizes that your blood is going the wrong way. It pulls everything it can out of your body. It pulls the next one. It pulls its calcium. And it pulls the calcium out to drop the acidity in the blood. Yeah. Because yeah, your, your blood has to stay between 7.35 and 7.45. Anything below or above that, you've got serious, serious problems. Right. So, so when you're stressed ac- out, and you're, you tend to be acidic. Like you're we acidic. You're very acidic when you're stressing. Stressing is not an alkalizing activity. Stressing is acidic. Not only that, but you, uh, you gain weight. Because stress will cause massive amounts of toxins into the body. So the body, in order to protect itself from these toxins, has to take these toxins and store them in little fat cells. Okay. And so when you top on top of that, people eating what they call comfort food, your chocolate cake. Chocolate cake. (laughs) Chocolate cake, uh, ice creams, anything like that. People consume that trying to make themselves feel better. And they do get a little spike. They feel better for a second or so. And then it comes on even worse. Right. Well, we, we know that all the time. We have the sugar highs oh, and then the sugar downs, right? Sure, yeah, up and down. So I need something. I need something. So you, something. you need something, a type of sugar, like through a fruit that the body assimilates, that's self-friendly into the body, and the body works it, uses, gets rid of the rest of it, and just evens yourself off. But if you if you stay, if you can keep your body at a more of an alkaline state by eating raw foods, raw vegetables, alkaline foods, lots of nuts, seeds, things like that, when the stress comes, it's still going to hit. But there's other ways we can get Well, here, here's the thing. Are you at the breaking point, right? If somebody is at the breaking point and they get a little bit of stress, that's a catastrophe. Yeah. But if you're, like, most of the time calm, calm relaxed, relax. you've been eating yeah. good, you've got eight hours or more of sleep, exercise you're drinking exercising. water, you're not drinking, you know, you're not digging the hole deeper by yeah. drinking the pop all the time. You don't think that a basic food group is chocolate cake, <laughs> you know, and you don't think that the basic liquids that you should be drinking are coffee and Coke. Yeah. Then at that point, something happens, you're more able to deal you're with it. You're more able to deal with it. You, you, your body can deal with it. I mean, now yeah. the body-mind connection between it, there's certain ways that we create with there, too. The, the biggest one is breathing. Okay. Because it's breathing. I, I, most people, when they become stressed, the first thing they do is shallow breathe. <laughs> oh, they hold stop. Breath, <clears throat> the worst thing you do is hold, if you hold your breath, your heart rate goes up and cortisol, you put your more stress in your body and up it goes. Now you have, now you have physical stress on top of the emotional stress. Um, what I do with a lot of my clients, I give them, here, you want to do a little breathing exercise real quick? Sure. Okay. Take your right hand, put it on your chest. Put your left hand here. Pull this. Put that. Put your left hand on your belly button. And just relax. Now breathe in real deep. Which hand moves first? Hey, how do I do it? You'd be surprised how many people say, oh, my chest hand moves first. They think they're all proud because their chest moves. Well, we, I remember being taught 
that you breathe through the chest. But if you look at a baby, like my two little babies when they were babies, it was always down yeah, here. Yeah, natural right? breathing. Yeah, your diaphragm rolls under here. The bottom of your lungs. I talked to so many people and I've done so this. So what you're saying is, is that most of the people... Of the breathe world. shallow. And they don't know how to breathe properly. They don't properly. know how to breathe properly. They're never taught to breathe properly. They breathe shallow. When you breathe shallow, your heart rate goes up. Your blood stroke volume. Blood stroke volume is the amount of times your heart opens up and lets the amount of blood through. It, it shortens. So your blood your high blood pressure goes up. Your heart's beating faster. Your blood stroke volume lessens. So it's pumping, pumping so harder, harder, harder. less harder. blood, more work on the heart, right, more energy, higher, blood pressure, higher blood pressure, so more strain, I'm more strain. heart attack, here I come. Yeah, exactly. And put on top of that your chocolate cake and all the other stuff you put in there. Yeah, you're looking for a disease. But <laughs> so, so the, 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 I'm dying happy. <laughs> but I'm happy for a minute or two. <laughs> But the, the, so the biggest thing. If about, I was truly happy, I wouldn't be doing all you this. Be, yeah, you would be stressed, dead, emotionally stressed. Right. Yeah. Um, so the bigger, the first number one thing is breathing. Get your when you're finding stress or the traffic, emotional, uh, the boss yells at you, whatever. Stop for a second. Just stop and take a breath. Take a breath. I mean, no one's going to hurt you for it. No one's going to take a deep, deep, deep breath. Hold it for a second. Let it out and take about ten. Right. It'll bring your heart rate down. Uh, cortisol level will come down. By breathing, you actually raise your alkalinity of the body because you're expending all the acid out through your right. neck cell. You remind me of a story about early, the early days of Hawaii. Yeah. And it turned out that the, uh, I believe it was the Englishmen were there, right, yeah. colonizing it. And they would say to the, the native Hawaiians, okay, we're going to go and we're going to build this fence. We're going to do this, blah, blah, blah. And they'd all be, okay, okay, boss, we're going to do that, right? And then the Englishman would just take off, right, to go do it. <laughs> and then he'd look around, and they were all still standing there. <laughs> and he was like, like, what are you guys, let's go. And he'd go, no, boss, you have to breathe. Breathe. <laughs> that way they'd take a breath before they would yep, breathe. They'd hold it, and let it go, and then they would be prepared, and then they would go, go off to the ground. And, of course, the, the uh, not nice term that they use for white people is, I think it's howly. 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 And yeah. do you know what that is in English? Never, no, because I always wondered what that means. No breath. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's because oh, it's it's people stepped on the side. Wow! No, <laughs> howly, I believe, means no breath. No, no breath. You get like these crazy Englishmen were running around yeah. not breathing, yeah. and that was yeah. so important. I mean, important. I mean, think about it. Breathing, oxygen is the essence of all life. Well, how long can you hold your breath before you die? Not, you know, you <laughs> can go longer without water, longer without food, food longer without breath, sex. You're dead. Well, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> but breath, yeah, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. It's gone. So breathing controls everything in your body. It relaxes everything, relaxes down. I do that a lot with, uh, with clients when we're stretching them out. A lot of people hold their breath when they're stretching. They stress your body more. You want to breathe and relax your body. Right. So breathing, you're stressed. You're out there. You're doing something. You're stressed. Stop breathing is the absolute number one first thing. Okay? Right. So we want to, and then when you do take that breath and you just sort of let everything go, you yeah. feel that relaxation. Oh, sure. You feel right? relaxation. You think, yeah, you get a clear wow. thinking. All of a sudden it's not so bad, you know? Maybe my boss yelling at me isn't the end of the world because, you know, I can find another job. Or, or maybe I should just work a little bit harder. Harder. <laughs> Instead of standing around doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take some responsibility. Yeah, yeah. I mean, stress, stress is going to be all around you. So the next, next thing is, is what we've been talking about back and forth doing is what you put in the hole in the mouth. Right. If you're stressed and you start throwing chocolate cake, chocolate cake, or processed foods, or or packaged nice little foods that companies tell you that this is healthy for you, or or candied <laughs> foods, you're just going to raise your stress levels more. Right, and 
The key when you're shopping is go around the perimeter of the grocery store. Yeah. Anything inside Side of that, you don't want. It, you don't want. <laughs> yeah. And it's processed food, right? Oh, sure. And it's really interesting to me because uh, I was at an event a couple, three, four weeks ago where for lunch, it was a raw food lunch oh, nice. created by an expert raw food wow. uh, cook. Oh, I guess you can't really call him cook. Because yeah. <laughs> it was all raw, raw, right? raw chef. And there was, I don't know, 40 people there. Yeah. Every one of them raved about how oh. good the food was. Oh, it's was. amazing. It yeah. was just absolutely incredible. Yeah. And then he got on and he talked a little bit. And we live in a, you know, instant fast food society, well, right? Yeah. But I think what we really have given up is we've given up the planning. Because we know we can go and get a burger in 30 seconds, yeah. we don't plan, plan our meals. Our meals. Yeah. We don't yeah. think about it, yeah. right? Yeah. That's the same thing. My big complaint about cell phones, right? Yeah. I went to meet a friend of mine, and I said, I'll meet you at this coffee shop at this time. He says, okay. And then the next day, I'm there. I'm on time. He's nowhere to be found. Yeah. He's on his phone trying to get a hold of me. Of course, I don't have my cell phone with me. Yeah. And and he can't find me. Why? Because all he knew was, hey, I don't have to listen to Scott because I know around 2 o'clock I'm going to meet him tomorrow. And when I'm within, you know, two miles, I'll call him and find out where he is. That's exactly what people do. You get so lazy. Yeah. I mean, that's what this whole society has become. Yeah. I mean, look at that lunch hour. People lined up at these fast food places. And then they're wondering why they eat their lunch at 12 by 2. They're almost asleep at their desk. Yeah. They were totally stressed out. They were stressed out. They have no energy. They get home. They flop. They eat, eat another pot to keep it going. Yeah, and they'll go home and they'll throw some, a microwave dinner with a nice sugary drink. And then they'll get up and they'll watch some commercial tell them they're supposed to have a five-hour energy drink. Yeah, to keep, to keep going, right? <laughs> I, every time you do that, and this, if you're doing this, if you're doing it out there, every time you do those five-hour energy drinks, all those things, you're borrowing energy. You're stressing your body. You're creating even more stress on top of the stress that you have. So you're, you're running a deficit. You're running a huge, massive yeah. deficit. And it's going to catch up to you. It, it has to. Your body can only do it for so long before yeah. it starts shutting things down. So to get back to the live food guy, yeah. the raw food guy, is he talked about it's all about preparation. Yes. So you know what you're going to have for the yeah. next three or four days. You take the lentils, you you start yeah. soaking them, you just leave them here. Yeah. So you need you know you need a little bit of space yeah, you to sprout do it. Your quinoa, you, you sprout wow. this, you sprout all the things, and, and, and he says, but it, the actual time it takes to to you know how long does it take to put water in a jar with some lentils? Yeah. It doesn't take any time. Yeah. You know, so he says by the time you you have everything prepared, sticking it together is really fascinating. Yeah. But it's a new way yeah, of thinking. thinking. But a lot of it, a lot of it is an instant thing. I mean, if we're sitting at home at night and we're watching a documentary or something like that, and, and we want a snack. I mean, by the time someone gets up and starts making all this stuff for the snack, I can get up and I can chop up a bunch of raw vegetables, wash them off quick, put them on a thing, put them on a plate, and there. There you go. And I've got amazingly great food right in front of me. It's all alkaline-based, all raw. My body loves it, and I'm done. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so the deal with the diet is, is it, I mean, it's not always easy to eat always raw. I mean, it's a pretty extreme thing, and a lot of people probably aren't ready for it yet. But if you can get to about 75 to 80% of raw, good food, if you fall off the reservation 15 20%, somewhere around there, and you have your chocolate cake once in a while, or, or your other, because the problem with food is, it, it's a society, but it's too much emotion wrapped into it. It's but we associate it with parties. Parties, parties, birthday parties, this, that. You associate it with everything. It's been associated with, I mean, you go to a funeral, it's, it's food. It's, yeah. it, it always amazes me. I always sit there and, and it's not just food. It's, here's my food. Well, I'm insulted if you don't, don't eat it. Yeah. So, if you don't eat all of it. Right? So, I go to these things. I've been to funerals, been this. And I always look around and it just started amazing me that 
It's all around the food. Mm-hmm. And people can gr- congregate around the food. Yeah. It's always around the food. So if your base eating at home is really, really good when you go to these things so you're not upsetting anybody that made food or, or thing like that, or a lot of people have parents that their love is through food and stuff yeah. like that. This is how I know I love you. Yeah. I know I love you. I have to pass that. Yeah. Blah, blah. I so, go home, my mom makes stew because yeah. I love stew. stew. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And, and you can eat those things because if you're 75 to 80% of everything good going on, your body can then handle it. It That's has right. the, it has the power, it has the health, that it can take that acidic food that you're putting in and wash it out and be okay with it. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so lots of good food. And, I mean, and you're going to save a ton of money, too. You're going to save a ton of money. You really are. And, oh, well, here, on, on that, can I just say something on that? No. No? Okay. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> First, okay. This is this is to people that always, they, they, they go to the store and, and they see the organic food and they see all, all this organic food and, this, and they look at the cost and they go, oh, my, how can I feed my family? This is insane the amount of money this is. If you just start now and you buy the basics and get it going, what you'll find is that your children won't be every half hour, hour going, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, yeah. I'm hungry, I'm hungry. Because all you're feeding them is empty, empty calorie foods that do nothing. They don't turn off that hunger nutrient signal right. that we talk about. And they just keep eating more. After a while, when they're eating organic, good food, clean, whole food, that signal's not there and they're not going to be pasturing. So down not the only road, that, are they calmer? They're calmer. Oh, God, they're calmer. They better behave. They're calmer, better behave. They go to bed when you tell them that. But they're better. They're healthier. Yeah. They're, they're healthier. It's, it's a whole better. It's just a better. If you love your children and you're really serious about love your children and you love your family, bite the bullet. Start buying organic food. Start buying whole food. Start buying foods like that and put that in your pantry at home. And, and after a while, the kids will start eating it, and everything changes. Yeah, everything and, changes. and that's really true. Like, one of my sons uh, was living with his mom. He came to live with me. Yeah. And uh, about four to six months after he came to live with me, he said, Dad, I lost uh, 35 pounds. Just 16-year-old kid, just 35 pounds. Yeah, right. And I said, wow, well, how did you do that? He said, well, all there was to eat here uh, when I between meals was carrots <laughs> And oranges <laughs> and apples. So that's what I ate instead of tacos. Tacos. Yeah. And I lost 35 pounds. I lost 35 pounds because he was always really active and moving. Yeah. But well, when he wasn't active and moving, he was stuffing his face with Doritos. Yeah. Doritos and empty calorie stuff yeah. that the body didn't have anything to do with. Yeah. So yeah. just, yeah. he was round. Yeah. And now he's like, He's starting to look like he's supposed to look. That's right. Well, yeah. yeah. And he's been working out and everything else. It's amazing. So good food. We can't say enough about it. But what happens to the water situation when you're stressed? You dehydrate. No. So how does that happen? Your water is being used up more. You're used up. You're using up everything when you're stressed. Your whole system. So you're hyper. You're hyper. Everything's on like like fast forward. Everything's fast forward. You're metabolizing faster. You're getting at that. Your whole system's shutting down. You'll notice a lot of times when you're stressed. Your lips get a little drier, your mouth gets slow, and that's not always the first sign of dehydration. That's actually past dehydration now. You run past the point. Okay? Uh-huh. You have to stay hydrated. You have to stay hydrated. Um, it'd be amazing if everybody was able to hydrate with proper structured hydrating water. And it's not always that easy because right. it's fairly expensive to do. But any, any type of, as long as you can get any type of liquid water liquid into you and just just keep it keep yourself hydrated keep yourself hydrated you'll think clear because as soon as you get stressed and you lose 27 percent of your blood flow to your front of the cortex you can't think as well mm. plus that brain needs water like crazy to function to dehydrate the brain too right now so when you're stressed you're not thinking properly i mean you get in this argument with somebody and you're stressed and you're stressed and they say something and half an hour later you're like, oh i should have said that yeah <laughs> 
That's why. That's exactly what's happening is that you're losing all that frontal cortex thinking and your, your brain gets foggy and you can't come up with the solutions right away. That's why I always tell people, don't make any decisions, life decisions, business decisions, relationship decisions when you're stressed and dehydrated because you can't think. <laughs> but if I'm stressed 24-7, you're telling me you don't make any decisions. If you're stressed 24-7, it's time to pack a bag and find a beach somewhere. <laughs> really, seriously, take a vacation. Go find a beach, sit on a beach somewhere and relax. You know? yeah. Do some yoga, breathe. Eat proper and maybe change something in your life. Yeah. Maybe it's time if you're that stressed, people. If you're looking at this and you are that stressed all the time that you're running on the knife's edge and you're stressed, it's time to come back for a second and look and go, I gotta change something. I think actually at that point you have a choice. The choice is either to stop and you know reevaluate your life yeah. or not. And if you do the or not part, What'll happen is the, your body will stop for you. Oh, yeah. You'll have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. You'll have something yeah. go on. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you're like in bed or in hospital. Yeah. And yeah. you're like six months in bed because you've got all these tubes coming out of you. They're trying to keep you alive. Yeah, when your body and, says and, no. And then when that happens, you'll be spending a lot of time thinking about your life. Yeah. And you'll say, you know what? Maybe I should have some raw food. You know what? Maybe I should have some time for my family and myself. I don't think there's anybody who lays in their dying bed and goes, oh, I should have worked harder. No. <laughs> Why don't I stay at the office longer? Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? No. They all sit there and look and go, oh, why didn't I listen? Why didn't I listen to that guy I said about health? Why didn't I listen about that? Because your health is the utmost thing. I don't care how much money you've got. If you, if you have a lot of money and you're happy and your family's great and you have amazing health, oh, I salute you. Good for you. Right. But there are so many people on the opposite side, not that they're not unhappy, but they're so unhealthy that they can't even enjoy their life. Yeah. And every one of them will tell you that, oh, my God, I wish I had my health. Because without health, if you're in pain all the time, if you're sickly all the time, you have no energy, what is life? It's pretty hard to enjoy. <laughs> it's pretty hard. I mean, you're, you're, you miss the sweetness. You're, you're adding years to your life, but not life to your years. Is what you're doing. Yeah. You know, you just add, and, and what we want to do with you is add some life to your years. Just get out there and enjoy right to the very end. And you can, and you will. You got to de-stress. You got to learn to connect your mind to your body better. How it talks to it. And we'll go deeper into that too throughout the shows. Yeah. Show you more things how it all works like that. But right now, if you're stressed, and stress is the biggest thing you're looking at for this program, you've got to got to de-stress. That's right. So one way that we can de-stress. One of the ways we de-stressed, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago was running from the saber-toothed tiger. Yep. So that might yep. be a clue. I'm not saying, I'm saying you should run. I used to run a lot. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to wreck my knee. <laughs> so I do, I do yoga. I do sure. hiking. Yo, I do skiing. Anything. Anything. Anything to get the body moving. So finds dancing. Go out oh, dancing. dancing. Go out dancing, laughing, anything. I mean, laughing and dancing. Any, any of those things are going to create alkalinity in the body. So is laughing an exercise? Laughing is not so much an exercise, but laughing is probably one of the most amazing ways to dump a ton of serotonin into your body and bring your body alkaline up. I mean, there's been documented cases of people have actually uh, laughed their way into, into wellness from diseases. Yes, that's oh, right. Well, there's, there's a, there's and Patch Adams, he taught, Patch Adams did, did, yeah. taught people yeah. to laugh. There was, a, there was a document in the Time magazine through cancer and stuff, and one of the doctors, one of the researchers in cancer had cancer, and they were going to put him through all the normal things, and he said, no, 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 that's okay, and he checked himself into a hotel with as many comedy movies and everything, and he did it. It was documented. He locked himself in there and came out, and he's fine. 
And wow. all, all, all he did is, and all it is, and it's, it's so simple, but they make everything so complicated. All it is, is cancer is caused by heavy acidosis in the body. You've got to get rid of the acid, bring up the alkaline. Once it's alkaline and oxygen rich, the cancer can't live. So it's impossible. Breathing. Breathing. And what are you doing when you're laughing? Is <laughs> you're taking tons <laughs> off. Yeah. You're spilling a ton, a ton of nitrates. So you want to breathe. But when you're exercising, there's a lot of things to do with exercising. I mean, your heart rate changes, your whole metabolism changes, just you're focused onto something else, your cell structure changes, everything. Everything changes. Exercise, they, they know now, I mean, talk to most doctors, psychiatrists, they don't tell you that because they don't have to write the prescription, but they'll tell you exercise is still the number one thing for depression and stress. Mm-hmm. Absolutely the number one for depression and stress. Yeah. It's really hard to be depressed if you're climbing up a gorgeous mountain on a oh. sunny day. It's impossible. It's, it's impossible to be depressed and stressed if you sit up straight and put your head up straight. Mm. If you put your head down and the next time you're stressed and your head's like, just, just put your head straight up, sit straight up, it's almost impossible. Yeah, the physiology of the body won't let you be stressed then. It's just... Smile. 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 Yeah, All right, sorry, <laughs> producer. Smile, smile. You know, uh, there's an opposite neurological uh, uh, response connection. connection between the smile and the crown. You smile, but when yeah. you smile, you get happy. happy. Yeah. So that's the other thing is sometimes you can be, that's a great point. You can be sad and then you decide, okay, I want to change this. So what do I do? I actually, even though I'm sad, I go like this. All of a sudden, it turns out. a psychological response. And all of a sudden, you start, oh, all of a sudden, all the serotonin levels, all the brain starts to fire. The synopsis starts to fire a different way. And the synopsis of the brain is fired with a smile because that's what the register is happy. There you go. Yeah. It all happens in the brain. It all happens to everything in the brain. Everything happens in the brain. Everything yeah, yeah, that's quite the little unit you got going on up there. It's, uh, yeah, between that and the hypothalamus, it's, it's just unbelievable. Well, I guess the good news is, is that our body, if we put good things in, it also influences our it brain. Influences the brain, yeah, yeah. Hydration, everything influences the brain. The brain, the body are absolutely intricately connected. We use all the same nutrients, the same water systems, the same everything. So the more garbage you put in there, the more garbage is going up here. That's right. Garbage in, garbage, garbage out. out. Yeah, exactly. The problem out. is the garbage into the body sometimes doesn't come out until it dies. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the real problem. Yeah. There you go. Well, you've been uh, participating with us in Weight Loss in the Mind. Hope you got a lot out of today. I know I certainly have. Yeah. I'm feeling uh, happier and more vibrant. <laughs> Smiling. Smiling. <laughs> so if you've got any questions, head over here. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, until next time, you've been uh, watching Weight Loss in the Mind, Think Fit 